When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Tony Bennett performs live with Lady Gaga tonight in the CBS special One Last Time. I spoke with Bennett in 2017 when he received the Library of Congress's Gershwin Prize for Popular Song at DAR Constitution Hall. We're here at the Daughters of the American Revolution, but a lot of our listeners might not know you served in World War II. Tell us where exactly you served. Is it European theater? I don't even want to think about it. I'm just happy to be back in the United States because <laughs> I, I dislike war. Lena Horn is the best that I've ever worked with. But I'm going to definitely do another show with Lady Gaga. Anything about Washington is all right with me because it's the greatest city in the, in the, in the greatest country in America. Because Washington is the capital of the United States and it's the greatest place to be at. And they've been wonderful to me and I love to entertain them. Other musicians showed up on the red carpet to pay tribute, including Gloria Estefan, a month before she was honored at the Kennedy Center Honors. First of all, you know, he's old school. We're in the studio together there, um, listening to the track right there and singing, and each track is different, and he gives a different nuance every time, like the greats, you know, and give their passion and heart and soul whenever they perform anything. And I don't, I was asking today, I don't think there's anyone ever at Mr. Bennett's age that is still touring and singing and sounding so amazing with those chops of his. On top of that, he's a painter. Like he says, he has two careers. Well, he's unique. His style is, you hear three notes and you know it's Tony Bennett. And I think for any artist, that's a wonderful thing to be able to be identifiable like that. Because a lot of people can sing beautifully and do amazing things. And he's able to work with everyone. I mean, look what work he did with Lady Gaga, that amazing album, won him a Grammy, a number one Billboard album. And uh, he just continues to grow. He never stops. He doesn't sit back and say, okay, I did it. He continues to do it. He gets up every day, happy to create and to do something new. And he's really someone to look up to. You know, just the fact that we are lucky enough to, to do music, to be in the world, putting beautiful things out into you know, the universe and having people listen to what we say or, or do through music, and it's a beautiful way to live. I agree with Mr. Bennett. We can't, we can't complain about anything. It's a wonderful thing. Uh, my music was an escape from politics. My dad went to Bay of Pigs, was a political prisoner, then he was in Vietnam. So music for me has been a way to get away from the difficulties and the tough things in life, and it continues to be that. So. Not too much inspiration on that angle. You know, I'm not a fan of the Castros, so that part of me uh, likes when you have a hard line, but I don't like to have a hard line with the Cuban people, and I think they need to have people-to-people -people contact and have as much opening for them as 
as is possible without acquiescing or, you know, helping the Cuban government because I, I unfortunately, the, yeah, I don't think there's much to change there until the Castros are out. And I just hope that for the Cuban people, I pray that they join the world because they're locked in a time warp there and it's really tough for them. So I was happy with the more travel and, you know, more ability for them to meet people from all over the world. And I hope that that, that happens again because they need that. Tonight you get up and perform for Tony, but next month you get to sit back and relax and let other people perform for you. Is it going to yes. be nice to be able to just kick your feet up next it's time? It's going to be amazing. And usually I don't like surprises and it's all a surprise. So I'm just not trying not to think about it. I, I'm just going to enjoy every moment and really feel blessed and, and lucky uh, to be considered among the people that have received this amazing award and, and you know, in our nation's capital. It's really, for an immigrant, it's extra special, I have to tell you, and uh, to have had the life we've had in this beautiful country. All of us that are receiving this award, it is such an honor, and you spend decades, you know, doing things that hopefully one day garner you that kind of prize. So for everyone, I think everyone's relieved to take it away from the political because it's, it's really a tough melding. You know, we, we're up there doing our music, doing whatever it is that we've done to earn that honor. And when anything overshadows it, it's not cute for, for the people getting the prize. So we're happy that it's just going to be the awards and that's it. Case closed. I next spoke with trumpet player Chris Bodie. Look, those legends come along once in a lifetime. Sinatra, Tony Bennett. But his longevity is just so paramount to his success. And the fact that he's still like singing so beautifully at 91 is like, it's astonishing. I've known him for, I've worked with him many, many times and over the years. And, and his voice is still as strong as it was in so many ways in his 40s and 50s. And it's just, it's just he's a total, absolute force of nature. It's incredible. My first exposure to Tony was the Bill Evans, Tony Bennett records, which became two of, I think if you're a jazz musician, those were the two really the hip records. I mean, he made a lot of hip records, but the, that collaboration between the two of them was just so spare and beautiful and, 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 and shockingly emotional. Um, they had a great relationship, and I, I, I just, as a kid, listened to those over and over and over and over and over. I'm playing tonight. Um, uh, you don't know what love is because of, be, because of the way he did it with Bill Evans. Uh, that that was really his quintessential piece with Bill. I play the trumpet. See by the ring. I'm doing a duet with uh, uh, Josh Groban, and then uh, you don't know what love is with just by myself. Do you guys practice the duet at all, or how, how does that work when you got you and Josh Groban? How do you, how do you how do you decide what you're going to do? Well, again, I've known Josh for. Uh, we went on tour together in 2005, so we get through. Yeah, we rehearsed and we get through. It's like I was like, well, it's like old times, man. You know, so he's a dear, dear friend. He's great. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Josh Groban also showed up to perform. You know, I've always had a thing when I talk to students and when I talk to young people, and some of the advice that I got myself when I was a young singer and just starting out was that you can you can train and train and train, and you can gather the finest technique advice, and Tony certainly has that in spades. I mean, he still has a range that's enviable uh, uh, after all this time. He's never rested on his laurels. He's always tried to find new ways to get his sound and to get the music he loves out to all audiences, which has always been inspiring. But also it's that role that I think of just, if you can hear a voice in a crowded room and within three or four seconds know exactly who that person is, you can, like I said, you can train, but you never want to lose that thing that makes your, your voice unique, that nuance that makes you you. And Tony has that, um, 
that indescribable nuance to his voice, that pathos to his voice that always tells a story with warmth and with understanding and in a way that draws you in. You know, you never want to sing at people. You want to sing in a way that makes people want to come and listen and, and hear what you have to say. And Tony's just always been one of those people. So it's been one of the great honors of my career to, to know him and to work with him and uh, to honor him tonight. You slide around your apartment in your socks for a minute and start start doing your warm-ups, you know, immediately. I mean, it's, um, when, we, when I first recorded uh, with Tony, we did a song together called This Is All I Ask um, for his uh, duets record. And we did it with the late, great Phil Ramone, produced it and engineered it, and we did it at his studio in New Jersey. And it was, you know, I, I, the way I usually recorded was, you know, with people like David Foster, and you'd, you'd have the headphones on, and you'd kind of have the mic there, and sometimes you'd pre-record the track, and you'd really focus on making the vocal perfect, and you'd do it again and again and again. And we walked into this room, and the band was in the room with us. There were no earphones. The, the, the monitor speakers were up on the ceiling. And we just did, like, two takes. And it was really just about him and I feeding off of each other and it brought me out of my comfort zone as to how I had done things in kind of more of a perfectionist kind of way. It taught me about interpretation and about looseness and some of the things that from my more classical training I needed to kind of break into a little more. So um, every time I get a chance to sing next to the guy it's a master class. It's something that you can take with you and uh, I continue to be inspired by the guy. I, I feel the way I feel normally when I get to travel around the world. You visit places where there's often an intense climate, whether it's political or otherwise. And to be in a job where you get to bring people together and you get to, um, you know, you get to be inspired by art and by music and bring that to people in a very divisive city or world, uh, it's a very, very lucky thing. Um, I've been really inspired writing. I've been working very heavily on a new record. Um, I was really inspired by the Broadway show I just did. I was surrounded by a lot of amazing musicians during that. And so, um, so yeah, I might, you know, I might write a little bit while I'm here, but, uh, but honestly, I'm just thinking about the song tonight. I think you gotta do what you love, and I think you gotta always look forward and never, never sit back on what you've accomplished. I think you always have to have that spark. I think for the people that I know that have had long careers and their long lives and have continued to inspire, They've always had that spark to, to think about what's next, and Tony's, Tony's that way. Wouldn't you know it, even Bruce Willis showed up. I don't know his secret, but he sure looks good, and he always has fun. I'm a big fan. Mr. Willis, we've had a lot of music questions tonight, but I want you to speak sort of, even Tony will pop up in legendary moments in movies, too. You can't think of Goodfellas and then slamming that trunk in the beginning without, I'd know I'd go from ranks. Of it. Yeah. Talk about how even the movies have carried him on. Yeah, he was making movies in the 60s. Real early 60s. What else you got? Do you have a favorite Tony Bennett song? Oh no, they're all good. I left my heart in San Francisco. Is it? What's the point of like the, the importance of sort of the visual storytelling? Around to pick up the pieces is one of my favorite songs. Why do you like that one so much? Because I like this song. It's <laughs> a great song, and he sings it very well. I do it because I love Tony. He's such a cool guy. I watched him on TV for a long time, and I see him whenever I can. The first time I've been back here in 10 years. So I'm very happy to be here and see all the, see everything that's still here. Josh Groban said he used to slide around in his socks listening to Tony Bennett when he was young. How would that affect if you, if you had to shoot the glass? That might not work out for him. Don't walk on glass, I think, <laughs> would be the, the answer. That's the advice. Thanks. Don't walk on glass. No good. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.
I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.